Hi, my name's Chloe, and since 2018, I've written over 1,025 writing prompts. What do we do with all those writing prompts? Chat with my best friend. Hello, hello, welcome to episode 9 of The Promptcast. It is The Promptcast episode 9, but yeah, as I was saying, the quality of the prompts are differing. It seems like we have an alternating thing. I think we do. We're like, one's funny, one's serious, but I'm feeling in a serious mood. No, I'm feeling in a funny mood. I am just ready to see wherever the wind blows. And there was no storms this time, so there is no wind blowing. Exactly. I, I mean, we both start back at uni this week, so mm-hmm. I feel like maybe there'll be some sort of educated-ish element to it. Or maybe it's just going to be absolutely ridiculous. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows at this point? But how are you feeling this week, Chloe? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, like, prepared going back to uni. Mm-hmm. Like, I've already watched a lecture. I'm ready to watch more. Beautiful. I know. How You're the you? first person to ever say that. I love learning. <laughs> no, that's fair. And I, I actually, like, I'm I getting to the that. serious part of my degree now. Yep. Like, actually specialising in what my degree is. Yeah. And so now I'm just really excited. Yeah, so your anticipation for what you're actually learning is increasing as well. Exactly. Like, I've learned all the fundamental stuff, and now it's, like, time to go up. What about you? Time to go into your niche. Uh Well, I'm starting a completely new sector of my university career, which is so exciting because I'm quite literally studying film. Oh, guys, I feel like we should note that Lozzie already has a bachelor's degree. Yeah. <laughs> She's going back sound, for more. That makes me sound really pretentious. Well, that's why I said it, because you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. But yes, I'm going back for round two. Whoop, whoop. Um, and ready to study crea- being creative. <laughs> I thought you were going to say being creepy. <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness, no. Ready to be creative. Well, okay. So I'm going into first year subjects. With 17-year-olds. Ah, oh, the fetuses. I am going to be... Them. They're going to see me as a mature-age student. Yeah. Yeah. Insane that, though. terrifying. I don't insane like that. that. Think about this. Mm-hmm. If they know you've already done, like, what, three years of uni. Yeah. And you did well, you graduated. The they're going to want you in their group assignment. That's true. The but adverse, do you want them? Yeah, exactly. The adverse... Um, reaction from that is they could think that I'm going to do all the work. No, we're not going to Which I'm that. not going to do mm-hmm. because I'm a very last minute person. You are. Like you're organised but you're last minute. Yeah. Whereas I'm like organised but first minute. <laughs> I feel like your organisation is paced. Like you yes. actively pace your energy into different tasks. Yeah. Whereas I... It's so draining. I'm constantly thinking about what I'm doing for an assignment per se, but I'm not writing anything down. So by the time I get to writing things down, I have a clear concept. I just haven't written anything. Oh, okay. It's really hard. Yeah. And then you want to run into issues with finding references. Yeah. I'm curious to see how this is all different though, because it is a different, like it's still creative industries, but it's a different type of like analysis no like definitely because rather than analyzing stats or like how the reaction of the movie was perceived you're actually going into like 
how the movie was made. Exactly, yeah. Like, it's slightly... It, it's different. Mm. And I get to be on the other side of it as well, as in I'm creating... I get to create something. Rather than critique. Rather than critique. Beautiful. A, okay, yeah, I feel like it's time. It's time. Shall we dive in? Yep, 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 yep. I wonder if you're going to keep choosing another recent one. Stop. Ooh, very, she's early. Uh, very early. Okay, choose between the 19th or the 30th. Of which month? April. April, okay. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So what vibe could that give? And this would be 2018? Yes. Yeah. This is first year. This is this first would be when Chloe is Chloe. You can infer my name. Um, <laughs> is like still learning how to write writing prompts. Like you would think okay. it doesn't take much skill, but if you ask someone to come with a writing prompt, they can't do it. Oh, I'm shocking at it. That's why I'm here on the other side of the writing prompt. <laughs> True. Um, I'd love like a solid ten episodes in a row where like you've done the writing prompts. Oh my gosh, that would be. I think I could probably do it. But they wouldn't be that good. Yeah, it would be like this early stuff. Except in saying that though, some of the early stuff is very original. Yeah. Originally. I would probably, the writing prompts I would come up with, I would have developed a story and then reduced it to a prompt, I think. See, I kind of do both those things. That's more of me recently. Mm. I've come up with a really good story idea, but then I'm like, I'm too lazy to write it down. Write it down. Yeah. So then I'll promptify it. Or like, I'll think of something funny. But mm. I yeah. like promptify. That was a good word. Promptify. Promptify. Actually, I kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was it again? Sorry. 19th to 30th. 19th to 30th. Um, let's go 26. 26. Okay. No more than five minutes since walking up and rushing at the doors does a faded black car swerve into your path with the number plate 666-CAT. It looks to be a great day. Ooh. I realised I did not know the vibe of the prop before I started saying it. So Yeah, you could have gone way more mysterious. Yeah, okay, that. let me... Round two. two. Round two. No more than five minutes since walking up and rushing out the door does a faded black car swerve into your path. path. <laughs> I lost it. But the you number plate... The six, six, six. Cat. It looks to be a great day exclamation point all right so Chloe's future career is not going to be narrator I actually would love to be a narrator that would really be really cool though yeah you could probably do a really good audiobook you think yeah I never really thought like my voice suited you know like cartoons I'd love to voice a cartoon but my voice isn't well I've heard your notes your like recorded notes for uh. um like when you're revising and that's pretty like calming yeah. true yeah i do have that voice you could do a textbook audiobook oh yeah i'd yeah. send the kids to sleep <laughs> <laughs> okay sure and then they'll just wake up in the middle of the night and be like mitosis yes they'll just have all the subliminal messaging that you imparted into their brains well actually if you listen to stuff before going to bed you memorize it better like that's what i'd do or if i had an oh, italian speech in high school yeah. i'd recall myself saying it and then as i was falling asleep i'd listen to it and i surprisingly remember that's stuff. smart i suppose whatever you're doing just before you go to bed is kind of what possibly what you dream about which is why i have so many work dreams i'm pretty sure it's just been scientifically 
basically like proven that if you think of something before going to bed, it's more likely to go into your long term memory. Ah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Like if you were trying to memorize the different like barista drinks, like a latte versus a mocha and all of that. Yeah. Or like the ratios of foam and milk and that. You would probably like if you were doing that before bed and then checked the next day. And then if you did it like in the middle of the day and checked the next day, you'd find the one before bed you would remember more. Interesting. That's actually, I was subconsciously doing that when I did drama because I would revise my lines before I went to bed exactly that and I was not to brag I was really good at drama <laughs> <laughs> not to brag she so, dusted guys yeah she was the ducks I'm not bragging for you <laughs> you are bragging for me oh my guys goodness. she's amazing thanks um okay right back to the story you my can definitely thought, tell the vibe what's going yeah. on here my first thought was a spice kind of vibe did she not the vibe no, I okay. So I I Hold got the <laughs> I got the six 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 and the cat thing. It's a faded black car, a fa- number plate cat. Wait, and it crosses your path. When a black cat crosses your path, it's going to be an okay. unlucky day. Okay, wait. Are you saying faded? F a d e d. Yeah. Or oh, you for sure said faded the Dude, first time. Faded. Faded. I I get that now. Faded. Faded. <laughs> Faded. Faded. No, that's me saying faded. Faded. And that's me saying faded. 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 Damn us being Aussies. <laughs> I know. You can't tell anything. Okay. I'm sorry, I people that sure. are learning in other languages. English is trash. I for sure thought you said faded. No, faded. Okay. I'm st- Spy movie could still be cool, though. I know, but it's a black cat crossing your path. They say it's yeah. unlucky. But isn't the last line you know today is going to be a good day? Yeah, it's being sarcastic. Oh. It's looking to be a great day! Exclamation point. Oh. Okay, so I've completely misread the vibe of this. That's let's, what I was saying. Did you get the vibe? Let's return to the start and forget that I said spy movie. But could we do a spy witch movie? Like, could this be the thing where one's a witch and one's a spy? Could we not? Because, like, it's the whole crossing genres. Like, which would predominate? Because would you have a spy kind of action kind of story or would you have a spy just randomly in a witch movie? I think what we could do with this is have a spy and a witch. The witch is the one driving the car and the spy is like the one that has the car cross them and they think it's a work car. Oh. But then it's very much not. Okay. And then chaos ensues. Okay. Do you want to keep going with that? That That's all I have at this point. Because I have nothing in my brain. <laughs> okay. All right. I, like, I need something to... What kind of genre does that incite from you? Does that incite something serious or a comedy or... Kind of gives me comedy vibes. Yeah. Um, definitely a bit more humorous. Mm-hmm. See, I'm having thoughts of like a rom-com only because whenever because it's like a black cat crossing the path and it's like unlucky i'm just remembering the movie leap year okay have you seen it i have not okay it's it's good okay. it's a good movie i'm gonna put that on to torch list but next up for us to watch is the romeo and juliet because i yeah. need to hold up on my promise you do need to hold up on your promise at least i remember my promise anyway, i'm very proud of you i know but you see i could watch it by myself but i'm choosing to watch it with you yes because you need me 
because it's a fantastic movie and I need to recite the lines as I watch. I would say that's so annoying, but that's literally me last night watching the Legally Blonde musical. Exactly. <laughs> it's also Romeo, like, they use the Romeo and Juliet lines. Oh, yeah. So it's Shakespearean. That's like Pride and Prejudice. The first Romeo time, the couple of times I watched it, I had to watch it with subtitles. Because I was like, what on earth are they saying? I watch everything with subtitles, and that is the reason why. I tried That's to the biggest divide Outlander. of our friendship. I tried to watch Outlander, so a Scottish TV show the other day, and I couldn't understand anything without subtitles. Wait, does that make me big brain energy because I could? Probably. I also, so yeah. as I've made it quite evident, I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. Yes. I've been re-watching the movies with subtitles, and they have what background characters say. I'm learning new things. Really? I have watched these movies a kabillion times. Any Easter eggs in there? None no. of note. Then what's the point of the subtitles? It's just like cute little tidbits. You go, haha, that background character said that specifically. I swear if you come up to me in conversation and you stack a fact like that, I'm walking mm. away. <laughs> now nah, I'd actually be kind of intrigued. Yeah, right? Because I'll just pass it on to someone else. Yeah. So then I sound smart. Exactly. Uh-huh. That's what our friendship's for. Exactly. Anyway, okay. I think, actually, no, to add on to that, I think the reason why I'm good at watching stuff that has accents is because I, we had Italian listening exams. Yes, that's a really good point. You would have to just pray for the best. Exactly. Yeah. They were hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking I should go watch some Italian shows to revise. Go for it. Unrelated, but you know that song, Se Telefonando? Mm-hmm. I, I told you, but I translated the lyrics. But using already translated lyrics to help. Because I was like, what on earth is this word? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, is, like, they, like, literally translated the lyrics. Yeah. And so then it doesn't have, like, that it doesn't make as much sense or like has that flow so i, I would translate the... them and then make them yeah i suppose there are metaphors that we kind of don't we can't conceptualize because we don't know what those words mean when they're put together like a lot of our idioms in english are mm. based on rhyme yes so and we just kind of infer meaning from that whether it works or not mm. so in other languages, I'm sure it's a really similar correlation. Yeah. Well, like, I remember there was one time in Italian. I don't know if you're still around for it. But it was, like, the in the text, it said, like, due passi, like, uh, della mar or something. I forgot the word for beach in Italian. So it said, like, literally, like, it said two steps from the beach. Mm-hmm. And so you translated to that. And so you thought, like, it was literally two steps from the beach. Mm. But, like, what it means is, like, it's a short distance to the beach. Yeah. So that's, like, yeah, the, the idioms yeah. that we couldn't pick up on. Exactly, If you literally yeah. translate it. Yeah. So. It's kind of like understanding slang of different languages. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the slang. I mean, English has so much slang. Anyway. Sure. The movie Leap Year. Okay. Uh, brief context is, like, every four years, apparently an island or something, like, the woman can propose to the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so her... Of course they can in every circumstance. I but... know, but this was back in... like th- This movie was made a couple of years ago. Okay. But yeah, it does kind of break the norms. Anyway. I love that. So her like partner went on a business trip, and I think it's in Ireland or something. So then she spontaneously decides to like, propose to him. So then she travels there, 
And she just has these series of unfortunate events. Oh, yeah. Um, and one of the first things is, like, she's at this, like, small inn. And Ash is, like, leaving to, like, you know, go find her husband. And that, like, a black cat crosses her path. Okay. And then one of the old, like, Irish people is like, Oh, that's unlucky. Pretend I didn't do an accent. Oh my god, Chloe, that was really bad. <laughs> I wasn't actually going to intend to do an accent. Why did it come out in an accent? I don't know. I was embodying the old man in the movie. Okay, no, that's fair. I get that. And then it just came out. Okay. Anyway, so that's... Anyway, it's it's actually a really good movie. Good movie? Because the person that's taking her on the journey is another lad. <laughs> And he's like, why you... It's... Okay, imagine. Yeah. Imagine, you know, like, Anna and Kristoff in the first Frozen movie? <gasps> yeah. And, like, the... And him being like, why are you marrying him? All yep. of that. And it's like that. <gasps> okay. Stop it. Why do you keep telling me about movies that I love the casts in that I haven't I seen? I could see... This is literally Amy Adams and Matthew Good. It's... Yeah, yeah that's how I know him. So, Lozzie referred to me to Discovery of Witches. Which I knew the two main characters, like the actors, because one of them's Australian. Yeah. And the other one is this guy from the movie Leap Year. <laughs> oh my goodness. You have a real thing for rom-coms that are really kind of... My mum raised me. Undergr- a cultured woman. And Adam Scott? I'm a cultured woman. I told you, rom-coms I is grew up John with. Is John Lithgow the, the old lad... Who's John Lithgow? Show me a picture, please. He plays a character named Jack. Uh, Is that him? Don't know. No. It's not? No. Who's he in the movie then? I don't recognise him from the movie. Okay, so that is Lord Farquaad. Did you say Lord Farquaad? Yep. Bruv. You know what's coming into my head? That TikTok edit of like that guy dressed up as Lord Farquaad. That's like a slap. He's also he also plays um Winston Churchill in The Crown. How, no, I recognize him from something else and you're giving me all the stuff I don't remember. You didn't watch The it. Crown? No. I'm disappointed. Is it a movie or a I TV mean, he's show? in he's in the third Pitch Perfect movie as well. He's I, um Fat Amy's dad. And he's Aussie and it's that's bad. where I know him from. Bad accent. He's also in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, that might be it. That might be it as well. That might be it. Yes. Um, and he's in New Year's Eve. Great movie. I did recently watch that. However, it's I still don't. Oh, it's a no. good one. Who is he in that movie? I don't remember. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. But yes, okay. Now I need to watch Leap Year because I really like Matthew Good, and it's, he looks good there. It's a yeah, yes. It's a good movie, and we love Amy Adams. But no, it's actually it's actually really deep because like. He asked her this question, like, what would you do if your house was on fire? Like, what would you grab okay. or something? So then she, like, I don't know if she ever thinks about it. Like, she thinks about it or, like, maybe she thinks about grabbing her laptop or something. Mm-hmm. But then, like, ultimately, yeah. So then at the end of the movie, I don't want to spoil it, but she sets off the fire alarm to see what her partner grabs. Like, does he oh. care about her or does he just start grabbing stuff? Like, oh wow so like it's because yeah what anyway test. okay it, it cool like i might have test. to watch that one it's good okay uh, there's one scene though that i every time have to skip because you know that secondhand embarrassment that's yes. just yeah yes i do yeah 
<laughs> but you won't know what scene it is. All of Angus Thong's Imperfect Snogging. Oh my gosh, that movie's so cringe, but I love it, but I hate it in right? so many ways. Oh my gosh. Remember when we watched it, we skipped like so the much. entire middle chunk of the movie? We actually did when she fought with her bestie. I oh, I can't I base that. that. You know what we should be skipping the part at the beginning, which is making out with that guy? Oh, <laughs> no. Why would you mention that? Because <laughs> it came into my head, so oh. I force it into your head. We just need to not watch the movie. We need to watch it on, like, two times speed with zero sound until... Um, ultraviolet. St- until ultraviolet. Until they <laughs> start ultra- singing. <laughs> I love the same thought. Absolutely. Okay, anyway, story... Right, so that's why I was imagining Leap Year, the black cat crossing, crossing okay. the path. And that's why I'm thinking rom-com. All right, cool. I see where you're going now. Um, I want both of these characters to be women. I can dig that. Is it mm-hmm. a soulmate relationship in that like they're just like soulmates but like friends like us? Or are they soulmates but lovers? I think that's a development. Oh, I don't Wait, think do they, they know, know each, each other, other to begin pr- with. I was gonna say, do they know each other prior to this, and then? Or maybe them? they do, but neither know that the other is a witch slash spy. <gasps> so God. the spy gets in the car thinking it's a work car, and the witch is in there, and she's like, "What are you doing? What What are you wearing?" Yeah, it's like, "I'm sorry. What are you wearing? Why do you look like that? Why do you have crystals in this car? This is a work car." Mm. I could get behind that. Mm. I could get behind that. Mm-hmm. But it's not a work car. And then, yes, chaos ensues. It's a bad day for both of them. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I mean, the, the, the witch, her car is... She chose the black cat car, but it doesn't cross her path. So I reckon the spy has a really unlucky day, and the witch keeps coming in to try and help them. <laughs> and makes it worse? Yes! <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Straight cool. up. Cool, cool. I, I reckon if we really do a neck level, the mm. spy mm-hmm. was sent on a mission with like this vague like information and it's actually the agency or something is after the witch. Because <gasps> like they don't think she's a witch, they just think that she does these like whatever she does. Yeah. And that's what they're like Either they need her on their force because she does these things. Like I'm rituals being... or something. Well, I was going to say, like, she makes stuff happen. Like, you yeah. know, like... Or, like, she can get people to, like, tell the truth, mm-hmm. you know, like, in, in, when interrogating. Or they want her because, like, she's suspicious and they think she's a threat. Okay. So, I don't know. Okay. I think blending those two, so having them notice that she's doing things so say say she's doing spells but they don't know that she's a witch so things that are happening around her are suspicious enough for whatever spy agency to want to go after her Mm. does that kind of make sense but then they find out she's a witch and they're like oh yeah i can get behind that like maybe they want to take her in for questioning yeah and then we could link that into my thing about during their interrogation, she starts questioning them and they start telling all the truth. 
and they can't stop because <gasps> she's a witch. Oh my god, it's like a Veritaserum spell. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then like the spy bestie is like, what the heck? How did you make them do that? Yeah. Because like the witch refuses it to use it on this person they know. Aww. No. That's well, cute. The witch, I imagine the witch is like a good witch and they don't intend. No, she's just a little chaotic. Yeah, she's a little chaotic. Yeah. She gives me mushroom vibes. Yeah. But cute mushroom vibes. Not I like, think what she wears is mushroom. a bit chaotic. Like I'm, I'm picturing a bit Professor Trelawney level. Like it's all a little, it, it's a little quirky. See, I'm imagining that as well. But yeah. But like puffy short or like puffy yeah. knee length okay you know like wears like five layers of jackets yep that's what i'm kind of picturing as well which is which is a the really most good comparison part about the movie because they have five jackets on yeah but don't get hot yeah and i think that's a good comparison to the spy who would most likely be wearing like Sleep a suit black. yeah i'm picturing i don't know if it's just the um new men in black movie that's tainting my perception of the spy but it's definitely tessa thompson okay okay yep. i can get behind that i can get behind yep. that absolutely i love tessa thompson too she's great see i was imagining like the spy obviously for reasons that make sense the mm-hmm. spy was gonna be like tall sleek dark features like pale but with dark features oh okay and tessa thompson was giving me like the witch vibes oh like, could... like that type of character because yeah. i didn't obviously think tessa thompson but like that was the vibes i was getting i could get behind that for sure yeah yeah but and that kind of makes me think um elizabeth debicki who doesn't have dark features but she's tall and pale if that helps i'll find it for you i was gonna say i'm terrible with actors names that's why i'm going to show you thank you uh, if you're listening to this, you should just Google the person because we can't show you. If I, if it helps in any way, she plays um, the in Guardians of the Galaxy two. She plays the gold woman. Hey, um, that doesn't help because she's gold. And she also has been cast as Princess Diana in the next season of The Crown. Oh, she does look quite a bit like Diana. If that helps you. I think I've her. had a scene come across like my you page yeah it's just recreating a dance scene or something that is not elizabeth debicki that would be oh, wait, did oh they... she was in the great gatsby as wait, well did they recast Diana? yeah so they do it for different ages that's that's her oh uh, uh, she does have princess diana features it's yeah the nose for the crown just very quickly um for each for every two seasons they cast someone different so for example um wait for... there's more than one season yeah there are there are going to be six seasons of the crown Damn. yeah so season Does it end with her dying i don't actually know where they're going to end it because they can't get too close to now because it's all real yeah they can't get too close to now with it not being a little iffy yeah, like, is it produced in America or Europe? Because it's an English show, so they could get assassinated, and we won't know. Yeah, um, not assassinated. They'll just have a car accident in a yeah. tunnel. For Prince Philip, seasons one and two had Matt Smith. Eey. Three and four had Tobias Menzies. Don't know who that who is. Who is um, Blackjack Randall in Outlander? you remember him yeah yep i haven't watched that much of outlander but yep yep um and then i don't remember who they've cast for the next two seasons 
Man, they really be doing like is Prince Philip? Prince Philip? Is that? Nope, no, that's not who I'm thinking of. Um, the one who just died. That's not who I'm thinking of. Who are you thinking of? Princess Diana's ex-husband. Oh, Charles. Charles, Prince oh. Charles. They're really doing him a favor with those castings. Ugh, they they so are. <laughs> they so are. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Um, great show. Highly recommend. It's really really good. Okay. The first season's a bit eh. boring, um, but it really picks up. And it's interesting to see the dynamic between particularly Philip and Diana. They had a, a good relationship to begin with. Okay. Yeah. Well, I imagine like it wouldn't have gone as far as it would have if it wasn't a good relationship to begin with. Yeah, for sure. She married the family. She didn't marry Charles. And then the family did her dirty. Yeah. They definitely, they definitely did her dirty. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway. Story time. Yes. Um, we're not talking about royalty here. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so that, that, I like that dynamic. Like a really, like, petite, kind of quirky witch. Yeah. And then a very straight-laced, um, probably, yeah, tall, dark-featured spy. Yeah. The question is, mm-hmm. how well do they know each other? Because this is really determining the story. Yeah. Because if they knew each other, like, really, really well... They would probably have some idea. Yeah, like, some idea. Or maybe they're like, oh, I thought you were, like, at Patricia's or something. Yeah. And, then, like, maybe the spy would be like, oh, well, I just have to run some errands. Can you drive me here? Okay. And then, like, the witch coincidentally helps them interrogate someone or something. Okay. See, if that's if they know each other really well. Mm. But if they don't know each other really well, I imagine the story would take a different turn. Like, this, yeah. the spy agency would show up and then take them both away, you know? So that's what yeah. I mean. Like, it really determines how well they know each other because that will determine the development over the story. I'm thinking childhood friends turned acquaintances. Like, they were really good friends as kids, but they kind of distanced themselves but still keep in touch. Hear me out. They were yeah. childhood friends, and they were both really suspiciously good at hide-and-seek. Yes. Because <laughs> the spy was obviously really good at staying still and hiding, and the witch would obviously, like, pull some stunts or something. Yeah. Yeah, there would have to like, be some sort of... I always wondered why you were really good at hide-and-seek. Yeah. <laughs> There'd have to be some sort of, like, event flashback or something where... um they had like a five hour game of hide and seek (laughs) no okay hear me out okay hear me out you the thing with flashbacks is i feel like they whenever a flashback shows up in a show they can be really good but whenever i see them i always think it's either foreshadowing or it's somehow gonna link back again our game of hide and seek could definitely be foreshadowing exactly it's like maybe at the crux of the movie they're like they're being hunted by like a like assassins or something mm-hmm. and they're like hide and seek because then they're both like really good and then you just have scenes <sighs> where it's kind of dark and both characters like would ma- basically like materialize out of the shadows and like take someone down and like go back into the shadows or like people just be going past oh, them I like that and like both in their respective methods yes. and i think like they're like hide and seek yeah Kind of the same energy as um, Thor and Loki doing get help in yes in Ragnarok. Yeah. Yes, That's it's exactly like oh my god, it. should we do get help? Yeah, yeah, like, like that oh my god. kind of thing. Hide and seek. Yes. So like they do that, and then mm. 
it's really epic and then maybe i don't know you have some like linking back of like you always hide your feelings oh or something that's definitely said to the spy yeah that's and then uh, yeah that's what i was imagining Mm. and then like the spy would be like but you're always seeking love or something oh and then it's like love me bro love me bro i think they're not bro I think what would be really fun is if throughout the movie, they're just friends, but there is an insane amount of chemistry. Chemistry or magic? <laughs> no, chemistry. I imagine chemistry. I imagine at some point, maybe the witch thought about giving the spy a love potion and I was Aww. like, nah. Chemistry in the way that Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz have it. Have you seen the promo photos for the Batman? Yeah, I think. I think I actually. I don't know how they're not together. That I. Wow. I'm just imagining that scene from Jillian the Phantom. (laughs) (laughs) You guys ooze chemistry. Chemistry. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. Uh, Because I was imagining, I'm like, I imagine. I imagine. This sounds really cocky, but I imagine I could fake that, like, if I was doing a promo photo shoot. Probably. So that's why I'm like, yeah, you could do it without being in love. But it takes a certain... But how how do you not fall in love after those? Some people aren't helpless romantics like you. Wow, okay, fine. You would fall in love with a lamp pole if it winked at you. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) If the lamp pole winked at me, I'd be like, oh, that's a little, that's a little flirty, Mr. Lamp Pole. Like, I'm imagining, I'm imagining it either like it has a face and it winks or like you walk past a pole and like it flickers. It flickers? Ooh. And then you're Sorry. like, and then you're like, wait, wink again if you like me. And then it flickers <laughs> again. Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> and you just have this lamp post and, went, and it's doing like, oh, a Morse code. <laughs> that's perfect. Exactly. So that's what that's where I was going with that. Yeah, we could incorporate that into the story, except the witch is doing the flicking. It's not the lamppost. Yes. Maybe there's some sort of like secret messaging system with Morse code and like particular lamps or like light. Yeah, like traffic lights or something blinking, but the witch is tampering with it because they like spending time with her. Yes. So what I'm imagining is like maybe the witch, because like the spy's like, how on earth are we going to find out the code? Like the person already left last night. Like maybe they find out somebody's been doing Morse code every night for the enemy, and Ooh. they find out that they'd left the night before. Okay. So they're like, how are we going to find it out, mm-hmm. or something? And they're like, maybe the witch has this really random spiel about like, oh, since like like light bulbs always are initially creating light people think they can never reflect light but Mm. they can so the lamppost had been watching this person do the morse code each night so the lamppost could recreate and reflect what the light had done so then that's how she gets the morse code she's like can you remember and so then the lamppost is doing the morse code and the spy is translating it that's cool because like yeah the whole like oh lamppost like, like, lamps can't reflect or, like, recreate. Because mm. they're always initially creating, but they can. I bow, think bow, bow, bow. the way that this would eventuate is 
kind of not to bring back Doug Judy from a couple episodes. I think oh, it's that kind of situation where um, I love Doug Judy the spy, on so many levels. <laughs> the spy gets into the witch's car. Um, and <laughs> I'm just imagining Doug Judy. If James Doug is, yeah. Okay. Spy gets into witch's car. Yes. Spy realizes a that they were friends in their I'm, Okay, I got, I'm sorry for what you're thinking. But then, I don't know if I sent it to you, yeah. but it's like booty big, booty thick, booty clay, booty brick. Like, what? <laughs> did I not send it to you? Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know if you like, you've seen this person like it, it, they're like an Instagram or TikTok person, but like lately they have like these things of like booty something. It, it sounds like slam poetry, and I think I sent it to someone else. I didn't send it to you, and you were just like spy something, spy something, <laughs> and I was like, so it was like the <laughs> so just the prose of it. Okay, I get. Sorry, that's where I was going. Okay, okay. continue. So a spy gets into which is car, b. The spy realizes childhood friends, but also realizes agency has been after this witch. <gasps> yeah, maybe they've heard rumors of a witch mm-hmm. or like some kind of weird sus person, mm-hmm. suspect. C. Spy gets in touch with agency, but says, I think I can use her to get to this bigger organization. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So and the, the agency's time, just like, yeah. So the whole time. They're both fooling one another because the spy is using the witch and the witch is prolonging to spend more time with the spy. Because the witch is the one that always falls in love. Yes. How do you feel? No, I can I can amp this up. Oh. I can amp it up. Go for you it. You will love it. Okay. Exactly that. Uh-huh. But the spy agency says, no, don't do it. And this spy uh-huh. is very by the books as you can imagine yes so they want to like not do it however they know the spy agency is like real like there's other adverse people are really bad like they're planning on like a mass bombing or something like they Ooh. know that lives are on the line yeah and so their moral compass in this regard is stronger mm-hmm. so the spy agency says no but then they still proceed to use the witch yep so then you know how i said the hide and seek crux of the movie yep that's her spy agency trying to find them oh so then they're taking out their own agency and then the witch helps in that and then she realizes she's like wait this is your agency yeah so maybe she thinks like she's a mole or something i don't know oh that would be devastating well yeah we're trying to crush people's hearts of the movie Oh, that's devastating. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you look so distraught. I am like distraught. That. I love it. <laughs> I love <laughs> that I'm distraught. I'm feeling hatchless emotions. Yes. Um, okay, so it's cool. That's the plot of the story, essentially. How do- but we did not resolve it whatsoever. Yeah, no. How, how do we... Re- well, I imagine oh, after I the whole hide-and-seek thing, they've postponed her agency finding her. Mm-hmm. for a while and so obviously the witch is like either upset about being used like they find out or like maybe they think like the person is acting against the agency that's suspicious all of the above i think so why are they trying to find this other adverse people so maybe the witch starts thinking that maybe they are mm-hmm. but the witch maybe doesn't tell her 
like that's what she's thinking so maybe like while they're sleeping or something um she like does like a poultice or a potion or she puts something under the pillow and it kind of like is revealing the spies like deepest secret or like they're true it's gotta be a crystal or like maybe it's like a true intention thing oh yeah and so like the true intention this is after the spies started falling so actually it's spending time with the witch mm-hmm. and so then she like realizes but then she also sees in the true intention she actually wants to catch the bad guys so actually maybe maybe they do have a fight because you need the tension i think and there needs, needs some to open be communication yeah. in this relationship i they definitely have a fight and then i think for the true intention thing i like that i think it would be some sort of spell with a piece of paper so the witch mm-hmm. casts the spell on the paper pops it under the pillow of the spy and the first thing it comes up with is catch the bigger enemy. Yeah. But then underneath it is spend more time with the witch. But the witch misses that because she's so frustrated that that's not their true intention. She doesn't get the opportunity to read that there's a second point. You know, I like that because I'm imagining the spy sleeping and the witch has to somehow get the piece of paper because like they fought. So they're yeah. staying in like maybe different hotels or different rooms. Different rooms. So, sp- so the witch has to get the piece of paper under the pillow. Yeah. So that's mission number one. Mission number two is trying to retrieve the piece of paper from under the pillow. Well, the spy not trying to, like, get them. Yeah. I think it would all happen in the same sequence, though. So putting the piece of paper underneath the pillow, doing the spell, and then taking it out as it develops... Yeah, like a Polaroid. Yeah, kind of like a Polaroid, except top to bottom. So they see the first point first, get frustrated, leave, doesn't let enough time for the second to develop. Cute, but maybe they take the paper with them, because then obviously this will be the real... Yeah, that would be evidence to the spy that there was a spell that was done, and that would kind of bring in more distrust. Yeah. Distrust? Mistrust. Mistrust. Distrust? Distrust? Trust. Untrust. Untrust. Intrust. <laughs> Trust. To trustless. Antitrust. Trustless. Trustless. Okay, so. Anyway, <laughs> I know, no, no, no. But I, because I loved watching Charmed as a kid, not this new remake, the OG. So mm-hmm. when you said there was a spell, like an incantation, my head immediately started like trying to write one. Oh, okay. I don't have much yet but i was thinking like ever since the human invention like no ever since the human race lying was its only invention you cannot look me in the face tell me your true Mm. intention whoa like that's what i'm thinking whoa that was good on the fly i know on the fly i'm kind of digging that that was awesome like something like that okay I love it. We have something solid for once in like an episode. <laughs> that was really cool. Okay. Lovely. Okay. My favorite part if I was writing the script for this movie was random spells. Like, can I tell you, boy, I love spells. I Not don't like, doubt it for a I just, second. It's like mini poems. Yeah, true. I like it. I like it a lot. Thank I you, like thank it you. a lot. Um, so then. Did we ever fix the story? Oh, we haven't finished it. Have no, we, we haven't. So the witch goes away. Yep. I imagine the witch maybe goes to her mum or something, and the mum's mm-hmm. like gives her a love potion. I mean, she tries to because like the Aww. witch is telling about the mum about what has happened, 
and the mum oh I've got it I've got it so the witch mm-hmm. tells her like what happened and then hands her the piece of paper so the mum sees it flips it over sees what it is and she's like I've got it for you so then she gives back the paper like folded and she gives her like this potion and it's a love potion but the the young witch doesn't know what it is yet I don't think it's a love potion <gasps> what I think because I thought plot twist I'd use a love potion on the enemy <laughs> oh no I've got it so much better. I've okay taking what you've just said um so the piece of paper is given folded back like folded yep so her mother has seen that there is a second point yeah that's why she gives her the love potion because she sees a second point she doesn't give her a love potion you just said that she gives her placebo says it's a love potion <gasps> gasp wait so it's not a love potion they can use on the enemy to make them fall in love with each other and then not make a bomb explode that's not at all what what so the love potion is intended for the the young witch to use on the spy yes but then she chooses against it like a placebo and then they're trying to figure out how to overcome this enemy so they're like wait i have a love potion oh okay oh i like that so like same kind of intention as yours like they don't end up using the love potion for the yeah because that's kind of where i was going but then they now have a love potion they can use on the enemy yeah Fix things with love, not war. Yeah. Okay. I like it. That was the vibes. Yeah, no, I get that now. I get where you're going with it. Wow. All right. And then they defeat the bad guys in a beautiful, harmonious fashion. I'm imagining they're going in there and they've like bombed it with this love potion, but they're like mini like pe- okay, you know big hero six where she has like the pellets yeah she throws them i imagine it's like that and then uh-huh. they've all got like a little bit of blood potion in them but each one is like a pop of like a smoke of pink mm-hmm. or something pink and purple so there's just like this you know like an epic like orchestra sound as like the spies going in beating people's butts senseless and i then want it to be there's an- like oh, there's a love potion around i want the music to be i was thinking like an orchestrated version of a popular song oh my gosh like will you marry me by like what jason derulo or something it's like will you (laughs) but it's like orchestra i was thinking like a classical version of toxic oh i like that a bit better it's like yes yeah but then it goes in to have you heard the remix of it going into pony i have that but still orchestra yes i love it so can good. the fight be in slow-mo yeah that's what i was thinking with these clouds of pink around yes. them okay fantastic oh my gosh beautiful you know who's doing the rest of the movie i what's that guy warner what what the guy that does a really good music on spotify samuel kim no, the one that we... The friendship is Cody magic. Fry? Oh. Oh! Something Warner, Warner. The one that you're going to marry. Look, that was an offhanded joke because I thought he was a middle-aged man. But then I found out he's actually young. <laughs> I was exactly. like, oh, this is so middle... Marcus Warner! Marcus Warner, yep. Ah, <sighs> yeah. Beautiful. I did not expect him... Because he writes, like, amazing orchestra music. And yeah. I was like, oh. You can be talented at any age, Chloe. 
I wasn't imagining like a what twenty something year old. True. That's a good point. Like, are you making an Oscar worthy movie at twenty one? You're not even twenty one. Exactly. I've got time. You've got how many months? Six months. You know, <laughs> this is like that imminent countdown because I had this really sad realization one day, mm. the day when I was like, oh, I can't be a teen mum. Why is that a sad realization? Because I could be a boss teen mum. You would be. You would be, for sure. Exactly. Mm. So that's that kind of thing. Fantastic. I'm glad that we decided that the fight scene was exactly what we were both imagining. I know. I love that we were both picturing the same fight scene. Well, see, I'm imagining like they're in this abandoned warehouse or something and the spy like has like a rope and like jumps out, comes through, breaks through the window the mm-hmm. witch has like the puffs starting to go. Yep. It's got that orchestra music. Yep. Like with like the taste on your lips, you're all yep. right. And then she hits the first person, like you're toxic. And oh. then it's like, um, and then like Beautiful. she gets through the first couple of people and then it transitions to pony. Perfect. Oh, I love it. And then they all kind of get like knocked out because she's waiting for the love potion to take effect. That's yep. what she's going through. But then she wants to then apprehend them. Obviously, she doesn't want them to fall in love and everyone elope together. Oh, that'd be so cute, though. But justice. But justice. They were planning to blow up innocent people. But justice. Yeah, it's a really good point. Thank you. And then I reckon... And then hide and seek. Yeah. Hide and seek comes earlier in the movie, before the fight. No, no, but like, you know how I was talking about the whole, like, you're always hiding your feelings. It's like, you're always seeking them out. And then it's like... Yeah. Love. Love is in the air, literally. Yeah. Love is in the air, literally. <laughs> That's really cute. <laughs> um, and then defi- they definitely get the witch to join the agency. Straight up. Yeah, the agency had come because they had followed the spy and they yeah. had come and seen everything. And they're like, yeah. wait, they just took down a whole organization yeah. within like They took down a mafia, one. Guys. Like, I want them to break the fourth wall. And like the person, oh yeah, can no, there no, be a fourth wall break? Fourth wall break, or like very acknowledging. It's like they just took out a whole organization in the space of one Britney Spears song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. I think what would be really fun thematically is if the witch is constantly breaking the fourth wall. Like, have you seen clips of the uh, TV show Fleabag? No. Um, so it's got Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Adam Scott, who was Moriarty in I was going to say, yeah, I had no clue who that was, but as soon as um, said Moriarty and yep. Sherlock... Wait, I'm confirming which Sherlock... Oh, you're talking like Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock. Yeah, we're talking about Benadryl Cabbage Patch. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I just didn't even say it right. I said Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, you know who I was talking about. Yeah. Um, I think the witch is constantly breaking the fourth wall, but she's the only one who can until the end, where one of the spies in the agency also does. So it's a witch thing. And there could be a sequel. I imagine the person, the other witch thing that mm-hmm. broke the fourth wall about the Britney Spears song is like the head of the spies agency's yes. like assistant. Yes. And the reason why they've done so well in cases and the person was promoted is because behind the scenes, they're helping them. Like a whole Merlin Arthur situation, like Merlin's acting behind the scenes yes. to help Arthur. That's movie number two. We just came up with a, a, a great second movie, <laughs> a great rom-com spy movie franchise, Fra- and its sequel, <laughs> and its sequel. Oh, so good! That was good. 
Because imagine okay. like the spy mm-hmm. and like they're like, oh, I'm going to break this person in interrogation. They don't. And they're like, fine, I'm going to give them the cold shoulder. Leaves them for like a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Come back. They're willing to talk. And they're like, oh, it works every time. But every time the witch goes in and like either like it's like, oh, I brought you a donut. It's a cup of tea. And it's actually got like truth serum in it. Oh, that's Verity so serum. good. That is so, so good. I really like that. And then the spy. Obviously, I think the crux of that movie is that the spy is like annoyed and kind of heartbroken of like most like they think that now all of their achievements aren't their own oh but yeah obviously the witch is like no i was just, like i wasn't always helping you or like no it is you mm. but they're like no is it like why didn't you tell me all yeah that kind of stuff oh, the emotional turmoil i know wow yeah i love it yeah i think that could be really good i love this story <laughs> Do you want to develop the characters a little more, the two main characters? Yes, because I'm very strongly visualizing them in my head. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would like to change one thing about one character just because okay. of how I'm visualizing them. Okay. Or well, maybe this could change in the course of the story. The spy, mm-hmm. like I said, dark features in that. And I was imagining like very slick, dark hair. Yeah. Either like short or long. But now I'm kind of imagining them with like red hair. Not like dyed red hair, but like like ginger they're ginger oh, yeah hmm and then i'm like oh that doesn't really help because like their hair stands out if they're like hide and seeking yeah that's the only thing is that that would kind of stand so out which is why maybe they like us. maybe the witch temporarily like dyes her hair oh yeah like maybe the witch knows she's a natural redhead mm. but obviously the spy dyes it for work or something yeah. so maybe the witch is like i just want to see it how it used to be Aww. and then like does it and that's when they're having like a date night dinner you know how they always got to yeah um and then and then that's when they're like and anyway oh, this then, dinner is definitely like reconnaissance for like like spying on someone yeah in i'm yeah. just going with mafia they're they're the mafia straight up yeah straight up and they're at a really nice restaurant and they're like all right and then they have to go in and like seduce the people <laughs> anyway yeah and so and then obviously she like changes the hair back but mm. it was how it used to be you know mm-hmm. you know vibes beautiful i really liked this story yeah this was like kind of serious kind of fun yeah i feel like it would have a very niche market of movies <laughs> probably it feels like one of those kind of 2000s rom-coms it does. It's going back into that, that era. That was a good era. I miss era. those movies. I know. That's what I mean. Leap Year was in that prime era. Yeah. All right. Actually, it's probably Beautiful. towards the latter end of it. Yeah. That's probably it's one of the last it. good rom-coms. Yeah. Now rom-coms are just Hallmark movies, which can be really good, but for the most part, cringe. Like, mm-hmm. have you heard their script? I don't intend don't, on don't it. Don't intend on it. No. Don't do it. You know what's even better slash worse? Mar Vista movies. Do not what movies my vista they're like a rip of hallmark i love it oh like oh it's like hallmark adjacent but smaller i got you it's like the whole like fake proposals Mm. to like you know get back at their famous ex but then they secretly fall in love so the plot of what marry me that new one with owen wilson and j-lo i so badly want to watch that movie however i'm only gonna watch it with my mom like i literally told her i I texted her one day i was like 
it, she asked me something about something and I was like yeah I like answered I'm like number two have you seen the trailer for Marry Me? Because it came up on my Instagram. Oh my goodness. And I'd scrolled past it like the day before. I was like, hell no. And then like, I actually watched it. I'm like, I would so watch this with my mom. Oh yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, it looks interesting. Like, I do like Owen Wilson. The fact it has Owen Wilson is what's making me it's want like to watch it. It's like the driving force. That's the <laughs> <It's> like driving force. <laughs> Finding the queen. <laughs> 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 That's exactly. <laughs> I was I like, I am. <laughs> I was so confused as to why you found that funny. <laughs> I, I'm sad you did, because like, let's face it, internship, phenomenal. Oh, beautiful Cars, movie. We have phenomenal. We have raved about the internship. Yeah. What other Owen Wilson movies are out there? Oh my god. Molly gosh. and me. I haven't watched it. I was thinking Blades of Glory. I'm pretty oh. sure he's in it. I don't Is know. he really? I actually am now doubting myself. Isn't that John Hader and Will Ferrell? I don't think he's in Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. It really makes me want to watch He's it. also in Loki. Oh, no, the guy looks like Mobius his... and Mobius. Is okay. it John Hader? It's... Yeah, it is John Hader. Yeah. However, he looks like... Owen Wilson. Like, I have never thought not, that Owen no, not Wilson in the, in the movie. In... And Napoleon Dynamite look the same. Okay, let me show you this photo then. Oh, in wait a movie, second. No, he does movie, look like him. He looks like Owen Wilson. You know that's the guy in When in Rome? No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh, there's someone else from Red and Roman Blaze of Glory. The the artist dude. Will Arnett. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I need to rewatch Blaze of Glory. That's a good movie. It is a good, yeah. good movie. Consider I'm really into figure skating lately. Mm-hmm. This could really just solidify that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to love those figure skating movies where, like, you know, there's, like, the skater or, like, surfer or something dude. Yeah. He meets a chick, lights a chick. They decide to, like, the chick is like, oh, I'm not, why do I have to do pairs? Like, why did my pair person go away? Or they're recovering from an injury and all of that. So then yep. they have to get, like, the skater slash surfer dude to help them. But then they're not getting along because their chemistry is too strong and they're hating oh. each other. So then the parents make them, like, bound at the waist. I'm literally recounting a movie. What <laughs> movie is that? Up. I can't remember. Who's it gotten it? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not a famous movie cast. And it's, oh, it's a good, good movie. Okay. Unrelated, but Ice Princess was a really good figure skating movie. But it's The Cutting Edge, and it's not the original one. I haven't seen the original one. It's The Cutting Edge going for the gold. And he was a rollerblader. Going for the gold. 2006 movie. Yep. And every princess needs her prince. So though she could save herself, she was a queen. I don't recognize a single person in this movie. I told you, it's it's a very off-brand cast. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure the dad and mum in the Cutting Edge movie are her parents. And they're in the original Cutting Edge movie. I am a solid 40% sure of that. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. Hmm. Oh no, that looks like a really bad Netflix one called Zero Chill. Yes, that's that one came up. That looks really bad, but I kind of want to watch it. No. 
If anyone has watched it, please let me know if it's worth my time. Nope, it looks too bad. No. Oh, Ice Princess has um. Uh, Michelle. Pretty sure it's like a Disney Channel movie. Trachtenberg. The mum. No, the the main character is. The daughter in Seventeen again. <gasps> she is. Yes, yes. 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 I was aware of that. Yes. Um. Yes. I don't know why I just I just recognize her mum. Like, yeah, it's Joan Cusack. Yeah, I don't know what from, but yeah, she's and in. It's... She's one of those people that's in everything. Yeah, in everything, but you can't pinpoint. Yeah. So yeah, those were some iconic figure skating movies. Anyway, um, back to the actual podcast. <laughs> how did we get on to figure skating? Usually, I'm really good at cre- keeping track of what we were talking of beforehand. But I can't. Owen Wilson, Blades of Glory. Oh, yeah. I told you I am really good at this. You are. But yes, I really want to see Marry Me. (laughs) Yes. Well, anyway, we are coming up on an hour now. We don't even get to talk about any of my topics I've had saved up. Well, that's for when we come up with a bad story. (sighs) And today was phenomenal. Even one of the topics that I have would perfectly match in with today, but that's okay. It's another day thing. It's another day thing. Another day thing. Well, thank you so much for listening. Chloe, you got any final words? I do. We will catch you next time. Sorry, I didn't want to steal from How you. dare you? You set that up so well. How dare you? So now then, I didn't actually finish saying it. If You, you didn't, that's true. All right, thank you so much for listening. Say it with me, Chloe. And we, we will, will catch, catch you next time. time.